friend of mine once told me of an incident. He had, he had walked into a Kinko's copy store. Now they've been renamed FedEx. You remember that? You remember? You know those stores? They have all the copy machines, and you can get things printed really quickly. Well, he walked in there. There are about four or five people ahead of him, and you can imagine what he felt. He's in a hurry, wants to get something quickly done. You see the line, you say, "Oh man!" So you know he's not very patient. And all the people in the line are just, you know, they're on their phones or they're, they're all individuals. And the woman at the desk is having an argument with the man behind the counter. He's telling her, I can't make a copy of that. And she said, yeah, but it's, um, it's an invitation. I'm sending out these invitations for a party I'm going to have. Yeah, but I can't print copyrighted material. What you have in this picture is copyrighted. All the people in the line are like, oh, come on, lady, let's go. And then she says, I was at this event. I was there. I'm one of the contestants. And then people started perking up and listening. You've heard of the Price is Right? I was on the Price is Right. And I'm, I'm having an invitation made so I can send my friends so they can come and we can have a watch party. Well, now it's no longer individuals. They've all become a community. All the people waiting in line saying, you were on that show? Did you win? Well, she said, I can't tell you. I'm, I'm bound by a contract not to say anything. So now they're all looking at the invitation and the guys looking at the invitation. They print the invitations. So it was, an, it was a little example, he said about how many times in our world we feel like we're just individuals. You know, especially now. You go into Publix, what's your mission? Get in, get my stuff, get out. You know, because we have to with the, with the virus around. But normally we're like that. We go a lot of places, the mall and everywhere. We don't have a sense that we're here together. That we are a community when we do all these things. We feel like we're just individuals until something draws us in and helps us realize that now we're together. For that incident, it was that woman being on The Price is Right. But you know, that happens to us. We're called together. Jesus, God calls us together. And that's why we come. He, he's the one who draws us together as a family. He makes it real. It's not just in our minds. When we all have been baptized, he wanted to make a real sign of that, that with that water, that we were being washed of our sins and we were coming to become part of a family. It happens every week here at the Eucharist when we hear from the word and we, and we taste his body and blood into our being in the Eucharist. And that's why all those even watching on live stream they feel that draw. That's why they're there watching. And that's why it's important as soon as we can, as soon as you feel comfortable, to be able to come back to Mass and receive the Eucharist. And even in normal times, we have the live stream for people who can't come because of physical ailment. They feel the pull to be together. And we send out Eucharistic ministers so that they can receive the body and blood of Jesus. 
these moments that draw us together. Now maybe you've had a moment, or many moments, when you feel that. I just want to give you one example. This was a young teenager, a junior, was over at the Academy of the Holy Names in Tampa. And I was giving a retreat. And I asked the kids if they ever had a, like a real feeling of God in their soul, in their heart. And she mentioned this little moment. She said it was at Thanksgiving and all the family was gathered at the table. She said, all of a sudden, I just felt how connected I am to my family, how much I love them. And I'm sure they weren't a perfect family, but she had a moment of transcendence. She transcended the routine of the moment and saw it in a bigger picture. She saw that I belong to this family. So one time I met a man in marriage and preparation. He was marrying a Catholic. He was not Catholic. And he told me that he reads the Bible every day. Very sincere young man. And he told me that how much it helps him in his life. But he said, I, I don't think you really have to belong to a church. I think I can just read about Christ and I can follow him on my own. And I told him, well, you know, the Bible, probably better not to call it a book. It's more like a scrapbook, because these are not just words. These are images. The Bible is filled with images, pictures, and people, just like your own scrapbook has pictures of your family, memorabilia from places you've been, you could really call the Bible a scrapbook. And it's not a self-help book. Oh, the Bible helps us so much. But it isn't really accurate to call it a self-help book. I told, and he was really listening. I felt he was open. I said, every page in the Bible assumes that we are a family, that we come together, that we go through this journey, not alone, we go with our brothers and sisters. You and I are part of this family. We follow the Lord. This scrapbook has the history of our salvation. So today in the scriptures, we hear about God's plan. Here's King David. I imagine him sitting on the throne. Who knows what the palace looked like, but it must have been pretty nice. Because in a way, he's saying to himself and to Nathan, the prophet, poor God, here I am living in this palace and the Ark of the Covenant is out there under a tent. I know what I'll do. I'll build him a magnificent temple. David's going to do a favor for God. And Nathan, his original response is, go ahead. You've been blessed. You're anointed by the Lord. Go ahead with your plan. That night, God comes to Nathan and says, I got a message for you to give to David. So the next day, as you heard, Nathan comes in and said, stop the plans. Uh, God's got a different idea. God wants me to remind you that he picked you out of from being a shepherd out with the sheep. And he anointed you. 
And he was with you through all the victories. And he's made you king. It's not your plan. That's God's plan. Then he goes on to say, I'm building a house of your family, descendants and descendants. And he describes in that, in that reading how he's going to take care of David and his, and his generations after him. All the people, all of us, part of the family. And then we go to Mary. Because Mary, we believe, is the promise enacted. The promise that God makes to David happens in Mary. Who did Mary marry? Joseph of the house of David. And then he tells the tremendous plan. Your womb will be the house for my son, who will be the savior of the world. Now we could say, and people do say this, and especially right now, how can I believe in God's plan? Look at all that's going on. And many people dealing with great difficulties, especially, wonder how can there be a plan? Why are these things happening to me? But if you look through our scrapbook, you can see God's plan. And there were lots of difficulties, hardships, pain that the people suffered as that plan was being revealed. Look at Mary. She says yes. How is she going to explain this to Joseph? How do you explain something that's never happened before? I'm pregnant, but it's by the Holy Spirit. And then they have to flee to Egypt. And then when Jesus grows up, she has to say goodbye to him and watch other people ridicule him. How can there be a plan if the one who's called the Messiah dies such a terrible death? But how do we know that she kept saying yes? In Luke's Acts of the Apostles, in the upper room, when the Holy Spirit comes and fills them with life and boldness, in confidence, Luke says Mary's there. She never stopped saying yes, even though the plan had lots of difficulties. We are not a part of God's plan. We are God's plan. And he is our savior. Dear Lord, give us the grace always to remember that we belong to a family, your family, and that we are your plan, and that you are always with us, showing us the way, giving us strength. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen.